All right. Welcome to the TFW Podcast. I am your host, Matt. Joining me, riding shotgun, are my two lovely co-hosts. Rhodesia, how are you doing uh, today? I am doing fantastic. Excellent. And we also have Ishan. Ishan, what's going on, man? What's going on, family? Let's get to business today. I can't wait. I'm so excited. All right. So, a topic today. Uh, we all know the PWI uh, came out with their top 500 just a couple of weeks ago. So, we decided to do uh, our top 10 list for the year. All right. So, this is the top 10 list of the entire 2022 so far. All right. So, let's have some fun and go over this list. I cannot wait to hear it. I am sure we are not... Uh, aligned on some of these numbers so uh, this should be really 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 fun so let's get right into it Radiz, i'm gonna throw it to you uh let's start with number 10 and work our way all the way up to number one who is uh your number 10 top wrestler of 2022 all right so matt and Ishan, i'm actually gonna probably be debating my own self with my list that i came up here with and tomorrow morning i might wake up and say what the hell was i thinking but number 10 i am rolling with Right now, our WWE Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. And I feel wow. so bad. I feel so bad that she's at the bottom of the list. Um, but I like I just bad. said, I might wake up tomorrow and I might say, what the F was I thinking here? Um, but I really want to say these nine through one, it's it. Well, I mean, hey, but once again, this is still, she's not at the bottom, right? It's still top ten. It's still top ten. Of all of, all of wrestling. But... And I still have four honorable mentions. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of low, but all right. Okay. You started <laughs> us off with a bang with Bianca number 10 on Rhodesia's list. Very, very interesting. All right, y'all. So I'm going to give you my my uh, number 10, but I'm going to say that I had a hard time with this list. I really had a hard time with this list. Um, I have a lot of honorable mentions, um, but I'm going to start with uh, my number 10 is going to be the cult of personality. CM Punk himself is my number 10. Um, and, oh, and also full disclosure, like, this is how I feel, like, right now. Or yesterday when I made the list. Like, right? Like, I, look, like, mine is, mine's my, like, I'm an emotional fan. I don't remember how <laughs> I felt two months ago or three months ago. But right now, I had CM Punk number 10 on my list. Um, so, yeah, that's what I got. Okay. So, you got Punk at number 10. So, wow, think about that. Someone who was AEW champion, you know, 30, 45 days ago, number 10 on your list, Rhodesia, Raw Women's Champion, number 10 on your list. Sheesh. My number 10, and this changed from just a few weeks ago, but this person has been doing arguably their best work outside the ring in their entire career, and that's Sami Zayn. He cracked the top <laughs> 10 uh, just from what he's done over the last couple of months. I think what uh, he has with the bloodline is incredible. They have absolutely struck lightning in a bottle mm. on this. Mm. Uh, my hope is, of course, the end of the feud lives up to everything that we are wanting it to be. But boy, oh boy, has Sammy done some incredible work over the last couple months. Sammy Zayn, number 10 on my list uh, for top wrestlers of 2022. I feel that's so far. Yeah, real quick on the Sammy piece. He's, uh, spoiler alert, not on my top 10. He's an honorable mention. Um, but, man, has he made these shows – like Raw, the three-hour show go by fast. It's just so entertaining. I mean, Sammy is that deal right there for sure. And I think, you know, one of the things, too, and e, I know you, Ishan, you uh, agree, they're 
segments are can't miss. <laughs> Every single segment. It's like, hey, if you have it on DVR and you're fast forwarding through something, you see that, all right, pause it. Let's watch mm-hmm. this segment. Um, and they all, like, add to the story. They, they, I don't remember one throwaway segment yeah. for the bloodline with Sammy since it started. And that's saying something. So mm-hmm. incredible storytelling. And boy, oh, boy, are they all pulling it off to a T uh, with this. So, yep, so that is my number 10. And like I said, he was not on my list just a couple <laughs> months ago. Um, so I had to move some people around. So I am super excited now that we all got number 10 out the way Woo. to see <laughs> what else is left. So, Rhodesia, number nine, who do you have? All right, so my number nine is probably number one on most people's list. So I actually have Chris Jericho as my number nine. Okay. Ocho. And mainly, and mainly too, I, like I said, I wanted to put him there over Bianca, too, just to add that, man, has he reinvented himself over and over and over again. And now, of course, his current run as an ROH champion – Again, that's some other feelings maybe we'll talk about on another show or we know when we come again together. But Chris Jericho. (laughs) That gives you my thoughts about ROH. No, that gives you my thoughts about ROH on Mm -hmm. AEW television. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'll leave it at that. But number nine is Chris Jericho. Very nice. All right. I got to be honest. If I can have a negative nine, that's what Jericho (laughs) will be at, man. Like, look, Jericho. Hey, I do respect the work that he's putting in, and I respect his career. I've been a fan for his for a long time. Um, I think he's doing a, exceptionally well right now, but I got to be honest with you. When Jericho comes on TV, I'm like, oh, I bet. I can go to the bathroom right now. Like, that's, that's how I feel about oh, it. Uh, I'm going to go to my number nine right now. Is, uh, it's two men. You understand what I'm trying to say to you? Two men. Two wrestlers. Probably one of the greatest tag teams ever you understand oh so you're cheating oh hold yeah. stop 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 yeah. stop stop no i'm, I'm not is, stopping no, I'm going. You, you, this, this is my no, list this, you understand you're you gonna take this away from me this you didn't say list. we didn't say top 10 tag teams we said okay so then you got to take somebody off your list no, if you got no. two people at number no. nine you got to no. take somebody no. off no tag teams are together they're not oh, separate Lord. entities when you think of hawk you know you think about anima when you think about bubba you, you, you think about Devon. You, 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 they are entities. They're not just one act. They, they, that's, that's a whole thing. That's, I'll that's allow it. Cheating. And listen, but and listen it's my list, okay? It's my phone <laughs> right cheating. here on my list. You see this? I'll put it there. That's for me. So, yeah, FTR, uh, one of the, they're going to be one of the greatest tattoos of all time. Man, their work is phenomenal. Man, and Dax, you know, he makes you feel something on the microphone. Like, I don't think he's the greatest talker, but he definitely makes you feel something on the mic. And I think that's what's really has stepped him up to, like, the next level, man. And man, it's just amazing to watch, man. I love every time I see them on the on the, my TV screen. It doesn't matter who they're in the ring with. I know it's going to be an entertaining match, man. I think they're phenomenal. So, yeah, I had to go FTR, whatever it wants to stand for. It could be, you know, no, I'm not going to say that right now. But, yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Of course, yeah, that, that is a really good one. Uh, my number nine, uh, Rhodesia, your point of your number 10 could be number one on other people's lists. My number nine absolutely could be number one, or at least number two on other people's lists, and that's John Moxley. I have him down that low, uh, which is interesting because, another spoiler alert, I don't know if I had Moxley on my list a couple months ago, and not because, I mean, we, he's the heart and soul of AEW, he is the lifeblood of AEW. I think when you look at AEW's logo, he's going to be synonymous with that logo, especially now that he just signed that five-year 
extension with the company. Um, but it was at points where this year a lot of his matches were the same. We kind of knew what we were getting from his matches. Some of them were really, really highly entertaining. Some really weren't. Uh, but just the simple fact of uh, everything that he's done, holding the fort down with all the drama that they've had going on over the last few months and just the high-profile matches he's been in over the last few months, I do have him on my list at number nine. I'll tell you guys right now, he ain't on my list at all. <laughs> and, hey, that's no disrespect. I, I, I like I like him. I like him, but it's it's just something that just hasn't grabbed me yet. Like, his, his matches, I, it's just something that hasn't really – it's been like that since he was Dean Ambrose. It's just something – I haven't had that connection with him just yet. He's phenomenal. So, just real quick then, if we're talking about people who are not on lists, Chris Jericho's not on my list. He didn't make the cut. I think it's because of that ROH run, I think, is why. He probably got – I think Sammy took Ooh. care of his spot. <laughs> Hey, I like what he's doing. With, I think his ROA, I th- one thing about Jericho, I, he has some great ideas creatively for himself. I think the Dishonored Champion or whatever it, the, the moniker is, I think that's a phenomenal, I think that's an actually awesome idea. I like what he's doing. And I yeah. think if he can, if somebody can breathe some life into like that, that failed promotion right now, I think it's going to be him. So um, it's just that, hey, he's just a bathroom break guy for me, though. No, and he's been doing fantastic work. Yeah. Body's in great shape. I mean, mm-hmm. he's over 50 doing what he's doing. He just didn't crack my top 10. Um, and there's really not a spot for him. Like, when I go through my list, I don't think there's anybody you can say, yep, you could have pulled that person off for Chris Jericho. Mm. So, we'll see. We are now at number eight, it looks like. Rhodesia, what you got? I we have. can't see you. I guess I guess this is a good point. Some of those. Yeah, I have our next ROH champion, Brian Danielson. Ooh. (laughs) Okay. Again, he has been showing out. Um, He's still coming in out of the heel um, tunnel, which is great. He hasn't changed that about himself. People still love him. When he wrestles, he wrestles with this kind of like um, intensity, and it's just in technical intensity that's like just impressive from what we call a smaller guy um and i don't want to say that because that's kind of disrespectful to him but you get what i'm saying he's not the the big big heavyweight guy but i'm telling you he has been to me a plus throughout the year so number eight is brian danielson hey i gotta be honest with y'all again he ain't on my list Mm. Hey, and and look, and I'll be honest, he ain't on my list either. Woo! What's going on, y'all? Yep. Hey, but you know what, though? For me, it's all recency bias. Um, This is another conversation for another day, but I'm not feeling the BCC. Um, I liked what, what, uh, I was about to say, call him Daniel Bryan. I like what Bryan Danielson was doing prior to that. When he was, like, the hill work he was doing, he was a phenomenal heel. Um, who was he in a feud with? Who's the champion? Was it was it Page? Yeah, it was Page. Yeah, it was Page. He was they doing had some that fantastic fun- match. Oh, yeah. fantastic match! And his character and on the mic, man, he was commanding some presence. Man, he was really phenomenal. I feel like the BCC thing is really slowing down. And uh, since he's joined that, I feel like it's just been kind of downhill for me as a viewer, though. Um, but going into my Number eight, and for some reason I, th- I thought we still was on nine, y'all. So that's my, that's my <laughs> apologies. You understand? I'm trying to be. Um, 
But hey, I did it again. I got the clay. You don't talk about You know what? You, you wow. I, I Are you kidding scissors. me? I'm not kidding. I'm so serious. It's on my phone right here. I, I, I wish I could show it to y'all. Sheesh. It's on my phone so right here. You're banned. You just did your own thing on this. Yes, like, right. I guess when we I, said top 10 wrestlers, <laughs> you <laughs> got it. Hey, I didn't hear no tag teams. You know what I'm saying? saying? We said wrestlers. So, exactly. Okay, so look. Exactly. So, so, there's a ch- so there is a chance if you include yeah. trios, you got 20 plus people on your list. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I am against the trios title, so it will be no trios over here. You understand what I'm saying? But yeah, the, I got the I got the claim, man. Look, they are for not. Look, I've been high on the claim for a long time. Really, since almost day one, I thought Max Caster's his charisma is phenomenal. I think he has a fantastic look. Um, I wasn't really sold on um, Bowens for a while, to be quite honest with you. Um, but I was unaware of the 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 knee injury that he was. And you think about it, he was a great worker that he was able to hide a, a, a real injury for that long. Um, and then when he came back from that injury the first time, man, he was phenomenal in the ring, man. He can go, bro. He can go. And when he came back from that injury the first time, like, they just was clicking, man. It seemed like Bones was kind of the workhorse of the group. Um, Mac, Mac, Max Castro was like the, the charisma guy. Man, the raps, the connections, man. Now they got daddy ass. Bro, like, right now, they are just so hot. And I think it's something that AEW solely needed was just, you know, just two hot wrestlers on the microphone. Like, they bring so much to the table, man. So I got them at my number eight just because of how entertaining they are. And, you know, and shout out. So give, we got to give kudos when it's due. Uh, they are homegrown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, I think their first match was during the pandemic. And uh, them coming out there with no crowd, doing their stick for, like, the first time. And look at where they are now. Holy hell, are they over like Rover. Mm. Uh so, because I follow directions, my number eight is Dax Hardwood from FTR. Because I wanted to put down FTR, and I didn't know if you guys would uh, let me, but see, after you see, cheated see, twice already, see? I twice. see that I need to just stick with Dax. Uh, plain and simple, he is having a, a incredible run. He was in the match of the year for me. I still have yet to see a better match than the Briscoes and FTR mm. uh, the WrestleMania weekend for the ROH pay-per-view. Uh, and then they somehow topped it when they their last ROH pay-per-view. Um, they're doing incredible. He's, he's had some fantastic singles matches as well. Of course, I don't want to see him on a singles run, but uh, he deserves his flowers for sure. So for me, I have him at number eight, Dax Harwood from FTR. Wonderful. You should have followed and now we get into the nitty-gritty on my list. Matt, you should we get, we heart, are getting man. into the nitty-gritty for the top seven spots. And I would argue, I'm going to argue uh, that my top seven is better than your guys' top seven. Whatever. We'll see. <laughs> what you got, Radiza? <laughs> Number seven. And I know y'all are, you oh, you and Eshan always talking about how I don't give this person enough credit. But my number seven is Jade. Now, again, she could have been number one. Um, again. She could have been number my- one? And some people are sure she's undefeated. Again, I don't. She could have been number one as a not, top not on my, ten wrestler. Not, not on my, not on my list. Not on my list. But for some people, absolutely. You got to think about it. The last few people, like at least in the <laughs> WWE and AEW, with the undefeated. Come on, you had what Oscar? You the big names you think of? Oscar Jade. You had um, what's his name? Goldberg, who had five hundred wins. You know, before he had his first defeat. I mean, so that's something we don't take lightly. You have an undefeated record. So, again, I have her at number seven, um, and I'll just leave it at that. Hey, you know, I love me some Jay, man. I love her to death. 
Um, she, hey, low key, I, I almost had her at my number ten. Um, I was a little mad at Punk, you know, from the, you know, at the thing he did the other day, you know. Um, but she was, I think she's phenomenal as well. So I, I feel you on that one. Um, but so this is, I pick, I love this guy. Um, and it's kind of, I won't say it's a vanity pick. Um, but you know, I really feel like I should have been a wrestler. My body just can't hold up, man. I, I, like, I don't know if you know Rody, but I was actually going to train um, to be a wrestler. Yeah, I was actually going to train. Rhodesia, that's really what your real name is. You know what I'm talking about? So uh, I was going to train at uh, A.R. Fox's school here in Georgia. Um, and <laughs> I, I thought about it in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, uh, what's what you call it? I pulled a red muscle. I thought about training, and I pulled a red muscle. Then I thought about it again, and I pulled my back. So I'm like, you know what? There's no way I can take a bump. So I just never did it. However... I feel like this guy is as close and, and, as just so you, and if you guys don't know, Eshan is all about 122 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> so him talking about becoming a wrestler, jeez, old Pete's man, are you kidding me? Oh uh, no, right now I'm, I'm at least a good 175 right now, y'all. I'm oh, at least one good 75. But um, but this wrestler, honestly, I feel like if I was a heel, I would be like this guy. I'm I'm talking about Swerve. I think Swerve is phenomenal, man. I've been talking about him since NXT. Um, right before Hit Row, I think he was really hitting stride as a character. Um, you know, his heel work, his persona, his character work, his in-ring, I think he got it. In some ways, I feel like he's almost underutilized in AEW, but I think he's making the most of the tag team. He's doing a phenomenal job there. I feel like he's a star in the making, y'all. I feel like Swerve has so many levels that he can go to right now. So I got him at seven on my hot list. Hey, real quick, one. I thought I – thought Isha, I thought you was going to say <laughs> the Lucha Bros. <laughs> he was definitely going to say, look, he changed it. He changed, he's like, oh, man, I got to take the Hardys off. He's, <laughs> nah, he let me going. tell you something. The Lucha Bros got to stop no selling them super kicks. You know what I'm saying? Shout out super kicks, man. He's rolling right now, man. That is the last move that you need to be worried about <laughs> them not selling on AEW television. Um... So I'll tell you what's funny. You had um, Swerve and Rhodesia. You had Jade, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jade was I had I had her at number ten before Sammy took her off the list. Mm. Yep. Uh, her presence alone, like she's somebody that is like appointment viewing for me. So uh, of course I was giving you a little bit of crap of just where she was because you has her you have her over Bianca Belair. Think about mm-hmm. that. But uh, yep. it is your list. So my list number seven, CM Punk was there, and I'll be and I'll be honest, uh, I had to really kind of think about where to put Punk at. You know, him being out for three months probably kind of dropped him a little bit, um, but I had to put him on the list just because he's done some major business for AEW. He's somebody else that was appointment viewing when he was on TV. If he was coming out for a promo, you wanted to see it. All of his matches felt like a big deal for the most part. He had a couple of matches where I didn't think he should have been wrestling. He had a stretch where I think he wrestled like three out of five or six weeks on AEW. I thought that was too much. Um, but overall, you know, the time that we had him in AEW, I don't know if we'll see him again, uh, was definitely memorable. So I have him number seven on my list. Yeah, enough said. All right, so moving into my number six, which actually I have kind of battled back and forth. But at this point, we're down to, like you said, to the nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Number six. 
Drew McIntyre. There was, if there had ever been any match where I know and I'll bet my my mortgage payment that somebody was not going to win, but during the match itself, I'm like, oh my God, he actually has a chance of winning this title from Roman, was Drew McIntyre. I don't think I've ever truly really experienced that at least in the last 10 or 15 years of wrestling experience for me drew mcintyre is my number six i did believe up until the moment the three count that he was gonna maybe possibly maybe not win the championship oh yeah and that's when you, you know what no and it's funny because that's when you know it's being done right mm-hmm. when you have a feeling and you know something and there's a, a time in the match where you're just like wait hold on can they maybe <laughs> Is it possible? That's pretty awesome. So, so the way you made it seem was he's only number six because of the Roman match? No. I think it's just what he's done. Again, this, I know it's a 2022 list, but I am biased. I am thinking about what he's done with the company and with wrestling over this time. He still looks like a million bucks. Um, he still puts on great matches. Um, the sore thing, again, is a miss for me. But, again, I understand, you know, you – have to have a gimmick or something that people can gravitate to but no i think damn it pal gotta sell merch (laughs) right so but i think no just of course it's uh, with roman um because that's where he shined i feel like the most but overall this year drew mcintyre i think had a fantastic year and actually kind of miss him can't believe i said that hey you know what though you think about drew mcintyre he's great he has the look he has everything you want as, as a champion I feel like he's just wrong place, wrong time right now. You're right, because I feel like if Roman wasn't on top at the level that he was, he would definitely yep. be champion right now. He's been, you know, it's just wrong time, wrong place for him. I'm sure at some point he's going to get the run that he deserves, right? Because he's phenomenal. Um, But, yeah, I feel you, Roby. But, hey, y'all ready for this? Number six, I got oh, I got you. Let me get my, let me make sure I got it, man. Hey, man, hit me, hit me, hit me with something, man. Hit me with something. Give right. me something. Here we go. Uso! Hey, I got the Usos! And my Ooh. number six, y'all! Ooh. Yes! Ooh. Yes! Number six, I got the Usos. How can you not have the Usos? You know How do you have three tag teams on your top ten wrestler list? It's a, You're going to have 16 wrestlers, wrestlers on your list. Minimally, Usos, at this point. I got the Usos, man. I got the Usos. Look, I said this is the wrestlers I feel are hot. And they are together. They are joint at the hips. They came into war in the world together. Guess what? They on my list together. God damn it! That's, so that's how question. it works, man. Yes, go ahead. Is Solo part of the Usos? No, he's not. no. That's no. That's his number he's, five. He's he's okay. Solo. <laughs> so his his number name. four is the Bloodline. Oh man, I, I ain't think about that. I ain't think about that. But look, the Usos, man. Look, to me, they are the greatest tag team um, in wrestling right now. Um, they were my 1A right over, slightly over the um, FTR, only because I feel like those dudes have so much swag. Um, they have so much character. They have so much personality. And they've been doing it at a high level in different variations over the over the course of the career. And in this year, now I know Jimmy's been out. Uh, he's out for some time, though. However, man, the, the matches are awesome. I think they look phenomenal. Um, I think if you put them on my TV, I feel like they're, they're going to sell. They're going to stand out. I can't say enough about the Usos. I love them. They deserve to be on everybody's top six. You understand what I'm trying to say? So if you had to pick one of the Usos, who would it be to, uh, to, to, to put on the list? Maybe main event, Jay. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, the work, the once again, the work he's doing in the storyline puts him on a. He's oh, another one, him. right? Where you talk about, you kind of talk about Drew, and you say like, it, it, if it was any other time, period, right? If it, they weren't telling this bloodline story, no way in the world Drew would not have that title. Same thing with Jay. Like, there is such a story there for him and Roman for, like, the title. and that, But that's just not the story. I don't think that's the story anyway. Who knows what it looks like, you know, come WrestleMania time. But uh, he's another one where it's like you can easily see how that could break apart and just, like, have that incredible one-on-one match. Yeah. All right, no. so, okay, can we at least ask you this? Are you done with tag teams on your list? It's a secret, <laughs> man. We got we to gotta keep riding through this, wow. man. Okay, we got like screens together. together. Yep, I didn't know we were doing a top thirty-two list. Uh, <laughs> so my number six is Cody Rhodes, uh, and I could just say, "Hey, WrestleMania moment alone, he probably deserves to be you know on the top ten list." But uh, the work he did in AEW before he left that match with uh, Sammy, if you kind of think about that match uh, on his way out, was incredible. Probably Sammy's best match. I think he gave Sammy his best match yeah. on the way out, which is commendable. Had a huge WrestleMania moment uh, against Seth. And then that trilogy of matches. And we get so much wrestling that a lot of things won't stand the test of time. They probably should. Their trilogy of matches should be up there in terms of, like, top trilogies that we've seen in, like, the last decade. Of course, the Hell in a Cell match was something that was, I don't know, I'll never forget watching that match and seeing his pet torn and, and him wrestling that way. But uh, Cody is my number six Uh he was almost in the top five, but his injury kind of took him out because there's no way I, ca- I can't move anybody out of my top five. Oh. <laughs> yep, I cannot. Oh. All right, let's move Cody, on. Let's keep rolling. Cody did um, – he was one of my honorary mentions. He was actually number 11. So, Just on outskirts, huh? Just on outskirts. Um, all right, so we are at number five. <laughs> and I'm not this guy – at all, this fan at all. But it is no doubt that he is an absolute needle mover. But Brock Lesnar is my number five. And this new kind of um, coming back as this fun, maybe he'll kind of, I don't really know what this is about to turn out to be. But again, I think it's pretty cool that he's trying to find a way to reinvent himself again. But again, he is a needle mover. The, the crowd goes crazy every time. Once it hits, boom, it's just crazy. And again, I'm not a huge Brock Lesnar fan, but when I'm live at the show and it hits, man, do I get the gooseies for him? It's so, an experience. Absolutely, yep. it is an Brock absolute Lesnar's experience. Five. Hey, That's you know a good what? One. I definitely agree with the Brock. I, I think if I was making a list on who I thought wrestling wise was like in the, in the top ten, I would definitely have Brock high on my list. But just for me, I've seen everything for Brock to be honest with you. I, like not to decide his personality, I haven't seen that. Um, but I feel like I've seen a lot of, of Brock Lesnar uh, to where he's become a bathroom break guy for me, too. Like, when he, when he came out um, a couple months ago doing this thing, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And, you know, I kept it moving. But, no, I definitely think he is a, mo- uh, a need a mover as well. I think he should be high on anybody's list, just not mine. But um, going to mine, though, y'all, re- y'all ready for this one? Y'all ready oh, for this Lord. one? Hey, okay, here we go. Here we go. At my... We in the five, right? I don't know this contract. Yeah, number five. Yeah. All right, we have five. We have five. All right. Bianca. Queen B herself. I got her number five. I, I think she's phenomenal. I feel like she has levels to go 
Um, and I think that's a lot to say because I feel like from a personality, character, wrestling, Mike, I feel like she's doing a great job carrying the women's division uh, this year. I think she can continue to carry it in the future. Um, I, I feel like we haven't seen the the, uh, the end of like her evolution as a character and as a wrestler and in the business. I think she's just phenomenal. So I got her in my top five. Nice. Okay. So mine um, is if there is an out of the box person on my list, it is absolutely number five, but no one can talk me out of this person not being on everybody's top 10 list. If you actually are in the know of this person and that is Will Ospreay. He is top five this year. Uh, and I probably could have argued and made him a little bit higher, but there's no way I could uh, just for my personal list. But the work that he's done in uh, NJPW, the work he's done on independence, the work that he did just those few weeks that he was in AEW, uh, he's somebody that gives you moments. And I talk a lot about moments in wrestling. Matches are great, but if you don't have moments attached to it, it goes in one eye and out the other, goes in one ear and out the other. You forget about it the next day. He's somebody that you can think about numerous moments that he's given us this year in particular. If you've seen his matches, uh, Will Ospreay, number five for me uh, in 2022. Great one good. there. Yep, he is an honorary at number 12 for me. I feel like he would be a lot higher on my list and on anybody's list if you saw more of him on US. Big oh, TV. yeah. Oh, yeah. right. For sure. And, I, and, and of course, we know what's coming, right? Because any AEW, WWF, they're going to be clamoring to get this guy on their roster, you know, whenever mm-hmm. his deal is up. So, yeah, it's coming for him because he's phenomenal. Um, Top four. Real quick, back on, <laughs> back on Osprey, I just want to mention um, Matt and I, we had saw Will Osprey at Warrior Wrestling against Brian Cage. And my goodness, that probably is one of my favorite matches, my favorite live matches ever. Like wow. ever. So, And that's saying a lot. You've been to mm-hmm. like 10 WrestleManias. Um, <laughs> that match, I mean, that match was probably the best independent match I've ever seen yeah. live. Yeah. Uh, they went. I mean, you guys go go find it. I think it may be on YouTube. Warrior Wrestling. Uh, they I think they went about twenty twenty two minutes, and from the opening bell, they went and they went hard. I think Meltzer gave it like four and a half stars, uh, or four point two five, one the two. But uh, that match was incredible, absolutely incredible match. That's and when you watch the match, just kind of like with Warlow, you look there and you say, "How the hell is Brian Cage not on television?" Almost, you know, much more recently than he is now. I mean, you know, he should be on there every every couple weeks at the very least. He is somebody that you can really get behind. I still think he is like probably like the nicest person in the world the way he comes across. So he's not a good heel, but you, you either give him a, a, an incredible mouthpiece or have him go face. And there is money to be made with Brian Cage. I think he's working dark tonight, I think. So hopefully he's back into it. But the match him and Warlow had fantastic a couple weeks ago. And the one him and Osprey had was, was unreal. So if you have not seen it, try to look for it. Uh, go out of your way. It was pretty fantastic. Right. All right. So my number four, getting back to the list, is the most polarizing wrestler in the business. I have CM Punk as my number four. Wow. That is high. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is high. Mm-hmm. Because he is polarizing. Well, you either you you love him and drink his bathwater, or you the opposite of that. I don't want to put any anything out anything out there like that of the opposite. But it's either one or the other. I don't think I'm drinking no man's bathwater tonight. Scan. I like him and all, but um. <laughs> so that is your number four, right? That's my number four. 
I mean, okay. Hey, okay. He, if you wouldn't have agreed, uh, well, yeah, I mean, he's up there, man. He's he's definitely a, again, need a mover. I yeah. can see that. But let me give you my number four. Not my number four, my number four. <laughs> and this is actually, this is another, another me pick. Another right? tag this team. Is another, it's another, another tag, tag oh, team. You got it. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, I'm going with Malachi Black. I wow. love Malachi okay. Black. I love him. I feel like, you know, I, I, whenever he comes back, I feel like I expect big things because I feel like in WWE, we didn't see the, the best of him. I don't think we've seen the best of him in AEW either. I feel like the, I feel like the, the best is yet to come for him once somebody allows him to, you know, really fully been un- uh, unleashed. Like, man, I love his in-ring style, man. I love the kicks. I love his finish. I love his character work. I love his mic work. I think he is phenomenal. I feel like he definitely can be a top heel in any company. I feel like he can be a top face in any company. I think he is tremendous if he can get that opportunity and consistent TV time. So I'm looking forward to the future for that man. Yeah, I don't think we've seen the best of Malachi since he was Alistair in NXT. Unfortunately, I think he peaked, and not because of him, but we know he was in the closet for like six months on WWE TV, and then when he was ready to come out, they released him like that Friday. Uh, and then I thought that his presentation was excellent on AEW TV, excellent. but it's, it stopped. He came in like a house of fire against Cody, destroyed Cody. We got excited, and then it was kind of like he sputtered, and that's more of the booking. I don't think that that's him for sure, but uh, that's a good one. He's not on my list, of course. He's not in my, my top four, but... Hopefully, when we do this list next year, he's up there. I think that's a good one. Number four, uh, mine is Bianca Belair. Uh, perfection checks every single box. Uh, generational. Uh, I mean, any word you want to use for Bianca is what I think uh, she is. And I think that uh, we need to appreciate her as long as we have her. Because I think that she is somebody that Hollywood can get a hold of. And she is out of here with a rocket on her back. But Bianca Belair is number four. Uh, Full transparency, uh, Becky is not on my list. And it was touch and go on if I was going to replace Becky and put her on there instead of Bianca. Uh, But I did not. More so because I hated Becky's uh, Hill character for the longest. I like I despised it, and now that she hopefully when she comes back really really soon as a face, uh, I think she's gonna be on top of everybody's list. But Bianca Belair is my number four. Yeah, I'm with you. I think she's being anybody's top five. Have you said it yet? You have not given your no. Yes, he did. did yes, you? he did. She was number five. Bianca and it, was, wait, was five. she on your list? Rudy's already. Yep. Remember, she was my number. That's right. Ten. She's number ten. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least we made our top ten. All right, top three. <laughs> top three. So is my- it is it is it possible? Just real quick, is it possible we all don't have the same three wrestlers as the top three? Oh, it's it's I not possible. We, it's not possible at this point because I'm looking nope. at our rankings. But the top <laughs> yep. two, I think we could be the, the top two of three. I think we are we'll aligned see. with. Let's see yeah. the top two. Rhodesia, kick us off. Who do you have as number I- three? I mean, it's just no denying it. And we've talked about his shortcomings and uh, some opportunities he has. But John Moxley is it. When I think of all elite wrestling, I think of John Moxley. Um, of course, he's definitely one of those acts that you feel him more when you're there. I think when he's when you're live, 
watching John or hearing his promos, it's completely different than if you're watching on TV because you're right, it can maybe sound redundant. You know, I heard this last week. Um, at one point, you know, he was bleeding within the, what, the first 60 seconds of the match, <laughs> you know, but, but John Wrist Moxley. <laughs> right. bleeding like a stuck pig. <laughs> but, but again, when I think of AEW, I think of John Moxley. And if I'm correct, isn't he the first two-time champion? Heavyweight champion? Three-time. Well, he's three-time <laughs> Maybe three-time. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's absolutely three the first three-time champion. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. So, again, to me, my number three is John Moxley. And then just kind of, I guess, what we've been hearing is only rumors about how he kind of became a locker room leader in his own way after this whole thing went. Um, and him, maybe the rumor that he was supposed to take some time off. But, again, he's doing what's best for business and for the fans. I mean, that says a lot. So on my top. Um, three, it would be John Moxley for those reasons. I think I think we got to give a round of applause for all of our top threes at this point. Uh, if you are a top three on our list, then you're doing something right. So, good stuff there. Yeah, Eshan, awesome top pick. three. Um, Is it I a tag have... team? Not this time. Okay. Not this time. I had to take it off this morning. Uh, my top, uh, my, my number three is one of my favorite wrestlers um, right now, uh, Cody Rhodes, man. I love that guy. I think he's phenomenal. Um, I would have had him higher on my list if not for the injury. Um, everything about him. You know, I, I, feel, I feel like he has the full package right now, and I feel like once he comes back from injury, he's going to be rocking that TV, WWE. I think he came back at the right time because they need another big-time uh, face in that company. And I feel like he got it, man. I like, he reminds me of so many elements of like, you know, he has a little bit of dusty, a little bit of flair. And then, but he's also his own character as well, man. I think he's, 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 he's it. And, uh, Ishan is somebody who was high on Cody when he wasn't good years yeah. ago. So <laughs> I'll be riding I'll be riding for Cody for what? Since, since he started, man, since he was like, IC champ back in the day. Uh, all right. So, our list is not the same. That was number three, and there is no way that means that you guys have the three people that I have on my list, on your list. I just number know three. you better not steal my thunder. Number yeah, three. Not steal my thunder. It can't, because you already went. So but not I for my number two. Oh, I mean, there's no way <laughs> I'm stealing your thunder for number uh, two. Number three, okay. Seth freaking Rollins. This guy has lost 82 pay-per-view matches this year and continues to be one of the most popular wrestlers every single week. That is a testament to the work that he has done when you can put him in the match and you don't even care if he wins or loses. That's like almost legendary status. When you really think about that, you know, in the, in the time of 50-50 booking, in the time of not getting people hot, start and stop gimmicks or uh, pushes, and for him to – he's always, of course, consistent on TV – but he got a, a big win this past Monday on, on Raw against uh, Bobby, so he's now the U.S. champion. But besides that, his biggest win, I think, was uh, against Riddle, and I think that was his only win, if I'm not mistaken, this year uh, on premium live events. That's huge. When you think about it, we are in October right now, and you're talking about this guy has only won, I think, one match or two matches on major matches. Uh, but he's been fantastic. Uh, every single week he comes with it. I cannot wait to see what he does with this run. I'm, I'm hoping this runs like all the way through either Rumble or Mania. I think it can be special. Uh, hopefully it's not just, hey, we're going to dump it really quick to somebody else. But uh, Seth Rollins is top three for me 
2022. He's a great wrestler, man. He's a great, I got a question. There's a lot of scuttlebutt about his win-loss record. I didn't even notice that. And that's the, and and honestly, that, yeah. that isn't that the thing? Does it? I don't want to say wins and losses don't matter, but when you're over, you're over, right? And he's definitely over. He gets his heat back extremely quickly. Like he lost, uh, he lost a couple times in a row, and I didn't even notice that until someone mentioned it on Twitter, and then it's like a it came, became a big thing. I, I think win or loss, he's a star through and through. So I'll get, I get, I like the pick. He's not on my list, though, but not because wow. he's not a star. See? Not because he's not Seth a star. Seth Rollins is not on your list, but you have tag teams on your list. Oh, yeah. That is a travesty. Oh, yeah. Sheesh. All right, we're in top two land. These are the two biggest wrestlers of the year, according to Ishan Rhodesia and Matt. Rhodesia, who is the second best wrestler of the year? I specifically asked you not to steal my thunder. So now I have to find ways to to make up and talk about all the great attributes that he has had this year that you are, did not already mention. My number two is Seth Rollins. Um, I just wrote a note down here. He is like the personification of the ultimate wrestler. He has everything. Anything that is given to him, he takes it, grabs it by the horns, make it believable, make you love him. He has people singing and humming his song there, whether, again, putting over Cody in the WrestleMania Backlash match incredible i know i know cody got so much um props for having that match but just think about what seth rollins had to do too i mean as a dance partner that right there i think i think it really told me seth was the man really oh you're, you're talking about hell in a cell hell right? in, oh i'm sorry i thought it was backlash no i mean he put, was, he put yeah he put cody over backlash too but you're okay. talking about the torn peck match right okay it's torn peck yeah the torn peck yeah. like that is something that's very special to have somebody wrestle somebody who is injured or hurt. I don't know how you want to word it. Um, he made that beautiful. This beef with Riddle, amazing. His few alpha checks, I put this note here, These his few alpha checks with Roman. Like, he's like, you know, he'll come in and kind of like mock Roman for a second. Like, dude, hey, I'm still Seth Rollins, you know. Um, and then attacking Bobby and now winning the title. I mean, he has done everything. I saw this caption or this note what, yesterday or so that it's been – over 400 days since he's held a title. What in the F? But he kept his name relevant. He kept his character relevant. Hot, and people <laughs> people love him. Hot. So number two, which is really number one, <laughs> is Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, good Seth. Good stuff. Yeah, good pick. All right, so my number two. And two, number two is my favorite uh, number, by the way. Uh, my number two is MJF. Three letters. MJF is my number three. I think we talk about the next generational talent. I think he's it, man. I feel like his charisma, his 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 it factor, his mic skills are on another level. I feel like he's almost gold anytime he's on a microphone. And to me, when I think back at like some of the biggest stars in like our business, they all have excellent mic skills, right? Excellent mic skills. And I feel like he, maybe more so than anybody in the industry right now, I don't think there's anybody that could touch him on the microphone, right? Now, he's a great, he's a good wrestler and everything else, but I feel like from a microphone um, standpoint, that makes you feel something or that make you laugh or cry or get mad or angry, I don't think there's anybody on power with him on the microphone, man. So, like, I got him number two on my list. 
Um, make that a double number two <laughs> for MJF. Let's go. He is also number two on my list as well. Uh, I mean, you kind of broke it down, you know, pretty well. But what I will say is every week that he is not a face, they are wasting time and they are wasting money with yep. MJF. He is somebody that right now you can put that entire promotion on his back. He will take that promotion to the next level as a face. And they're not doing it. And I get, hey, they got a story to tell. I get all that for sure. And he's starting to lean into it a little bit with the devil worshipers and things of that nature. But they need to, much sooner than later, turn that switch and have him as a a face and put the company on his back. And watch what happens to his merch sales, to ratings, to live attendance. I can guarantee you everything goes up. Now, granted, he's only one person. But I, I look at him so much as that Steve Austin character that was hated and then turned face and business took off. I think they have the the same opportunity now. And I I kid you not, I think that every single week where he is not, they're they're wasting time. They're wasting time and money. So MJF absolutely is number two. Uh, And he can go in the ring. You know, we don't see him often wrestling, but when he wrestles, uh, he wrestles. And the good thing about him is whatever style you want to do, he can do it with you and take it up to that next level. Uh, So just – I mean, overall, incredible. And once again, he was gone for three months. So think about where – I mean, granted, he's number two. We all know what number one is. Ishan, I know you have a question to kind of throw out there uh, about number one. But uh, he's fantastic. And I cannot wait to see what he does going forward. He is 26 years old. I am sure he's by far probably the youngest person on any of our lists, and he is that good already. Imagine what he can be um, as a face going forward. Cannot wait to see how he – moves forward so we all know what number one is right i mean i guess we can go through it just to make sure Rhodesia, who do you have as number one my tribal chief roman reigns love it ishan who do you have as number one roman reigns baby same here i mean i, I think i said about uh bianca check all the boxes roman reigns does that he is the biggest superstar uh, right now in wrestling period. And of course it does not hurt that he has not lost in two years. But when you look at how he's been presented, you look at the work that he's done. Oh my God. Um, anybody who thinks there's anybody who is better than Roman Reigns right now as a professional wrestler, I just can't take you serious. <laughs> it, he has everything that you can ask for right now. And then some, and that's why I'm so excited. You know, what's interesting. So he's been champion now for, uh, Two years, right? Two years. Something so he's going on two and a half years. And I'm like, hey, I don't want him losing it anytime soon. Yeah. Like, think about that. In the times where, you know, they have or have premium live events every four to five weeks, and hey, somebody gets hot and we want to see something change for him to have the belt for this long. And for nobody that I know is like, man, it's time to get that belt off of Roman. That, I mean, that speaks a ton about the work that he's done. Paul Heyman's done. The bloodline is done. I mean, everything about that is just absolute perfection. Uh, so they, that, that's, I mean, that was, I think, the easiest. I think we all could work our way with number one. We knew what one was, and we kind of went through. But, Eshan, you brought up a, a question that I thought was interesting about something with Vince McMahon. What was it again? Do you think that Vince was, was right all along? 
So when you first asked that question, it was two part. You had said, was Vince right and was the fans wrong? So I think that it's the combination of a few different things. Um, was Vince right? Absolutely, he was right. He he knew seeing Roman that, that he was it. He was going to be the future. Um, as far as were the fans wrong, I'm maybe going to say no just because, again, it's, it's back to how they presented him. So even back down like to John Cena, you know, a lot of people say John Cena was shoved down our throat too, and we look at what John Cena is today. Um, so, yes, Vince had the knack to say, hey, this is going to be the star. This is the person who's going to be the face of the company. Absolutely. Maybe how, if you want to word it, booking or how he presented him was just different. I mean, Roman completely blossomed into what he really was meant to be as a character. Um, so I'm going to say, no, the fans wasn't wrong because, again, if this is something that they want from this person and they're not getting it, we're fans. We're fans are always right and I say that with quotation marks but they're always right so Vince was right and the fans was right at the same time that might be kind of a cheap answer but that's how I feel about it you know I think that um Vince was absolutely right I mean we all knew Roman was the guy but he wasn't the guy presented the way he was presented you can't go from Cena who dominated as a face that the fans wanted him to turn heel numerous times for a decade plus to trying to do the same thing again with somebody else. One of the big reasons why this worked so well is because Roman's heel, right? Everybody liked Roman. You just hated how he was presented. Cause you could look at him and say like, that's not even you, not even close. All you heard about from other wrestlers was man. Roman's like one of the coolest guys in the locker room. They just let him be that person on TV, man. He would print money. Now, granted, of course, I think this is far, far left or right to what he really is, but this is much more closer than what the quote-unquote big dog was, and we're, and we're seeing it. That you know how comfortable he has been since he's been back, uh, going like I said, two plus years now. When he came back at SummerSlam, um, it's remarkable, and it's the same person, right? So, uh, yes, Vince was right, and hey, to give Vince credit. This started when he, Vince was still there. So it's not like, oh, this happened when Vince left and Triple H kind of put this gimmick on him. No, I mean, this has once again been rocking and rolling for two plus years now, and we've loved everything about it. So, yes, I think Vince was right, and I think the crowd was right also that, hey, this ain't what we want from him. Let's get something different. So, really cool stuff. Well, guys, hey, we are almost to an hour of talking about uh, Rhodesia and I top 10 list. Ishan's <laughs> top 23 list of wrestlers. Uh, that's really interesting. So top 23 of 2023 will be his list next year. So that is our, our show for today. We will be back very soon with another episode. Hey, give us a follow on Twitter if you haven't already. At That's FNW. YouTube. YouTube page. At That's Freaking Wrestling. And of course, for the podcast, leave us a review and a five-star rating. And give us your thoughts on the topic from today. Once again, Rhodesia and Ishan, thank you so much for the show. Everyone else, we will talk to you next week. 